Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me at Dan Gordon Podcast. So I'm going to start with a quote by Fyodor Dostoevsky. I always say that name wrong, but he's one of my favorite authors. I think almost everyone says his name wrong. But the quote says, There is only one way to salvation, and that is to make yourself responsible for all men's sins. As soon as you make yourself responsible in sincerity for everything and everyone, you will see at once that this really is so, and that you are in fact to blame for everyone and everything. That, to me, is a hell of a thing to say. And it might seem to you to be something negative, like I am to blame for everyone and everything. And, and like, why would you want to view the world through that scope and that lens? But to me, it's more of an ultimate responsibility thing. Like, kind of what I talked about in, in my Everything Matters, I think that was my last episode, like, everything you do is so important because you can you can change one person's life they change another person's life they change another person's life by just one act of kindness one act of encouragement but at the same time you can also go on the other end of the spectrum and say something negative towards somebody and you could be part of the seed that helps ruin that person's life and so it's just like there's two roads all the time in front of you between every act you do and everything that you do and that gives life this transcendent meaning for me it's like I, I have just this responsibility to to be one way or another that doesn't mean that I should pressure myself into some kind of perfectionism but I do need to be aware of what I'm saying and what I'm doing and how I'm impacting people around me at all times and when I'm not speaking up against something that could be evil or vile or untruthful uh, there's this this thing that this counselor said to me one time that that has st stuck with me ever since, and it was about six seven months ago when I was in the uh, drug and alcohol program. He said uh, we were talking about all the problems with the with the the penal system, the penitentiary, with prison and uh, parole, and all these different things that that we all thought that were going wrong in the system with the system. And he said something that just really impacted me. He said, if you don't do something about it then you're part of the problem. And I, that that just like, I've been thinking about that ever since he said that. It was such a profound thing to say, like, you know, there's, there's, there's all these problems in the world. There's all the polarization. There's all this just massive hate going on as far as uh, these wannabe race wars, the, the, the white privilege BS dogma that, that people are trying to guilt you to believe. The, the Black Lives Matter hate groups. It's like, if you don't do something about it, then you're part of the problem. So to me, it's like, I cannot complain about those things. I cannot complain about things I don't like unless I'm willing to speak up against them and face the repercussions. Now, something like that with those, with those, those dogmas I'm talking about, with those terrible ideological beliefs that separ separate and segregate more than bring people together, I have to realize that if I do say something, that I will be ostracized, I will not be liked by many people, but also I can inspire others to, to, to stand up against the, the pressures right now, against things that are going on, not just with that, but with everything. You know, there was a couple, I, I had some good things happen this weekend. I had a couple people call me who, who were in prison with me, and they had both said in, in different ways that they were so thankful 
that they got to meet me and that they got to be in uh, incarcerated with me. That one of them was my cellie and another one was uh, just a, another dude that I hung out with a lot. And I'm not saying this out of some proud whatever, like I, I had completely changed someone's life because I know that they changed their own lives. But what I did was I encouraged people and I told them the truth. But in those moments, the people that I've helped, and I, I know that I helped a lot of people just looking at, looking back soberly and honestly, um, I really didn't want to do it. I really didn't want to help. I really didn't want to be that guy. But I did something because I felt like helping them and encouraging them was really important. And it could really help these people push forward in their own lives because of the things that I've experienced and a lot of things that I've already talked about that, that I had personally gone through and the personal transformations I had gone through by taking this ultimate responsibility for my own life. That's the number one biggest thing that I always talk about is responsibility. Once I took responsibility, it changed my whole life. Once I started to love myself and I just shared those messages and I told them, you know, that I didn't, one thing that I know that is really helpful to people is to be honest, but don't condemn them. Don't make them feel like, like they're, they're stupid or they're idiots or they don't have uh, the wherewithal to do good themselves. And also don't patronize them by just telling them, you know, hey, oh my gosh, you're good at everything and blah, blah, blah. You're going to be fine. You know, there's, there's a line between an in-between between both of those extremes that's a good place to be and that's usually the good place to be in anything kind of in the middle is like dude you know you what you're doing is wrong but you can do better and i know you can do better and then something that's also helpful is 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 helping someone else review their past like look what you've gone through like we talked about in the other podcast look at what you've been through look at all this stuff that you've done look what you've even negative things i used to tell people who are in gangs like look at all this stuff that you've done look at all the terrible things that you've gotten through look at look at the 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 um resiliency you have going through a a riot or being in these fights or you know those things are all transferable into living a better life you know what it's like to be uh to be disciplined you know what it's like to be a part of something you know what it's like to have a purpose even if the purpose is wrong but you can transfer those same skills into a better life into into being a father into being a responsible person into getting a job into you know the people who live the gang lives they they lived a different way and they said no to other things that maybe they thought were wrong at the time but were right and so now with the 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 character i guess maybe not good character but the things that they learned by conforming to that they can use that and conform the complete opposite way they can say no to the things that are actually wrong now because they've had the 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 gumption to say no to things before they already have it they don't they don't care you know anymore what people think if they've gotten out of that life they can say no i don't i don't need to be a part of that i'm strong enough to stand on my own and these were really important things and it, it goes so much with this because, like I said, at those times, I didn't want to be that person. I didn't want to be, I didn't really want to care, but I did, you know. And it's so important and it was so nice, it, was, it, was, it felt so good to me to hear that, you know, because sometimes now in my life, I'm not in that extreme situation where I'm stuck with people and I have to talk to people all the time. There are only a few people that I spend my time with. 
and sometimes I can feel like, you know, I'm not doing that work anymore. Then I got to remember the things that I am doing, like uh, this podcast where people have responded positively and have told me good things, whether it's one people, 10 people, 100 people, I, I am, that's enough. One person is enough. Two people are enough because they might have a, have the opportunity to reach thousands of people, millions of people, or just one other person, one other person, one other person, and maybe that one other person far down the line can impact somebody based on something that I've said, but it's not exactly like nothing is originating from me. I'm not that, you know, the things that I say I heard from others, the things that I said that other people have told me, and if they didn't take responsibility and they didn't speak the message that they were told, then I wouldn't speak the message because they never stood up and said what they said, which is why we are responsible for everyone and everything because they were influenced by somebody. And it, and it goes down, you know, from the beginning of time, everybody's been influencing somebody to somebody to somebody to make us into the people that we are today. The difference is now that like that you are you, you can, you can change your trajectory. Like, yeah, sure, these things have happened, both positive and negative. But here I am now, and what am I going to do with that? That's why the whole oppression, dogma, BS crap cannot stick with you. Because you get the ultimate choice to do what you want with that. Whether, whether you, you think you're under someone's thumb or whether you think you're not, you get to choose what to do with your life. No matter who you are, no matter what situation you are, and especially in America, you get to choose whatever you want. You get to choose whatever job you want to do. You get to choose whatever education you want to do. Now, you might need the, the finances and the resources, but you can go work, you can go save, you can invest, and you can you can bring yourself to that point. And you can get a loan as long as you fit the criteria, and the criteria is not a racist criteria. The criteria is you have to have uh, this, that, and the other. But it's the, the thing is that... that you hold that ultimate responsibility. And the thing about your dream too is it's not going to be, it's not so much a selfish thing as you think it is because when you accomplish your dream and people see that you've gone through that journey and people see that you've made it, that that encourages them. They're like, well, if that person can do it, then I can do it, you know? And that's, that's part of what I want to share with my podcast is like, dude, the people, I, I recently got a very good um, message from one of my friends and he said, man, um, from one of my friends who's in the army, he used to know me when I just didn't care about anything and I was drinking every day. And he's like, man, it's so good. And it makes me so emotional to hear you be such an adult and so grown up. And that really made me feel good. And that really impacted me. And it's like, if I can get from just this complete, just nothing matters mentality into who I am now, then anybody can do it. Because I, I was, you know, I like what, what Paul says in the, in the Bible that, I was the chief of all sinners. That's the way I really, really view myself. I was the worst of all sinners. And and again, that's not a condemnation thing. That's not to hold myself down or to feel sorry or also to elevate myself. But it's it's to it's to view myself that at that point in my life I was doing the 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 worst that I could do. I mean maybe yeah, I could have gone down and done worse and worse things, but my soul was at its worst. My soul was at its lowest where I just did not care about anything. And that could have snowballed into something worse and worse and worse, where, where God only knows what I would have done had I not woken up, had I not started to take responsibility for my life, had I not, uh, had, you know, also had those people not come into my life that helped mold me and change me, had my family not continued to love me, had, had you know, the, the mentor that I had not came in and embraced me, had had God not continued to 
or he God had God not continued to show grace on me because God did continue to show grace on me. God did continue to show me love when I did exactly the thing that you might say, like, that's the worst thing you could do, you know, as far as, you know, religious beliefs go. And so I've been I've been thinking about this and, and the ultimate responsibility. And I think about the the early disciples in the Bible, you know, uh, the, the 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 people who started the church, you know, they were not afraid of of and and as well as jesus they were not afraid of what the culture thought and i, I bring this up because of our our postmodern progressive society we're all so afraid to that we all want to be so woke and we all want to be so afraid to to offend somebody else we're not willing to have authentic conversations and the good news is there's a lot of pushback there's so much pushback lately that i've, I've had my my faith renewed in in in, in people and humanity and in intellectuals and that that we are going in in a better direction but these people these original these these ogs as you might call it they were not afraid the one of the things that i learned recently from uh bishop bishop baron in his interview with jordan peterson is he, he said that one of the things that the disciples and and the, the the people of god who are proclaiming jesus christ as the son of god one of the things that the, the son of god meant in uh in the language in the, in the greek was that it was the same word they used for the emperor the the uh, the Caesar or, or whatever they called the, the Roman Emperor. I'm pretty sure it was a Caesar. It was the same name they used for that. So the fact that they called him the Son of God was probably the reason when 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 Jesus was born at first that Herod had killed all those babies, killed all those children, massacred children because they were saying the Son of God is coming, and basically saying you're not the Son of God, and the real Son of God is here. And so like to say that these people were just like these these little scared weaklings, oh, here comes Jesus Christ. That is not true. They knew what they were saying, and what they were saying was drastically offensive. Now, when I get into the conversations about being offensive, it doesn't mean just to be offensive to be offensive, because I used to have that problem, and sometimes I still do struggle with that, where I like to be offensive just to maybe hurt someone's feelings or get a rise out of somebody. But they're being offensive in a manner that was was that, that resonated with the truth, and it was necessary. It was necessary to offend. You know, I'm not, you don't just say something offensive just to be offensive unless you're a stand-up comedian. And there's also a, a, a point in that to make people laugh, to make people to see themselves in, in a different light and to, and to make light of a touchy subject. But these people, they were calling Jesus the son of God, which is what the, the, the Romans called their king, you know? And so that's a very, very, very like, these people were not weak. They were not scared. And and if they had not done all the things they had done, you know, maybe Christianity wouldn't be around still. Because, you know, Jesus, he died on the cross for our sins, and that was the biggest, most important thing. But he also had, he also had people after him who continued Christianity. He also, you know, has thousands of years of, of, of growing and, and, and maturing and now kind of turning into the whatever it is right now, which is so many different things. But it would not be around right now had those people not stood up, had they not realized how their responsibility for everyone and everything, how important that was. If they didn't, if they didn't get up, if Paul didn't get up, you know, or Saul didn't become Paul, you know, where, where would we be? We might not be here. But God in his ultimate design and his ultimate plan knew that these people, his children, were going to do what they were going to do. He knew that they were going to betray him. He knew that they were going to do wrong things and be cowards at some times. But he also knew that they would transform and transform the world 
in in a way that that fit his 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 plan right and and this kind of made me think about something as i was saying that there was a time when 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 i kind of got back into my christian walk after i was in prison for a while and i said to this this old school dude i said man you know why is the church so divided why are there all these different denominations like that's what i don't like about it that's the reason that pushes me away that there's you know there's there's catholicism there's this orthodox there's this type of christian there's baptist there's you know there's all sorts of different types of faith in christianity and they're all they're all just different so different and he looked at me and he said do you think that that god doesn't know what he's doing and this, I was like, what? What do you mean? Do I think that God doesn't know what he's doing? He's like, do you think that you know better? Do you think that this is not a part of his plan? And that really like made me like stop in my tracks. Like, you know, if you really believe in, in the word, if you really believe in Christ, if you really believe in God, that he already knew everything that we're going to do. He already knew what you're going to do, what I'm going to do, the terrible, the good, the bad, the ugly, all the things he knew we we're going to do them. So if, if he knew these things and he still let us exist, is it still a part of his plan? You know, that's that's a crazy way to look at, at the world. You know, there's 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 this side of things, there's that side of things, and, and one seems evil and corrupt, one might seem a little more on the right side, but it's still a part of some ultimate plan. Doesn't mean it's okay, and it doesn't mean that it's when when you get that feeling in your spirit when it's time to step up, when it's time to speak, when it's time to do something important, absolutely, that's part of the plan. That's part of what you're supposed to do. And when you don't respond to that plan that's also sort of part of the plan but that doesn't mean that we don't have free will as crazy as that sound and that's something i really don't want to try to that would take too long to try to explain but it means that 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 you are where you are for a reason and you have to you have to know when it's time to to speak up when it's time to to, to push yourself into that next thing because your life is very important. Your life is, is, is you know, as, as children and, and as sons and daughters of God, like we have just this amazing, amazing calling before us that takes us into this next life. And the next, you know, I believe that this life right now, this life right here, wherever you are, wherever you are at, it's a huge blessing. It's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing thing to be alive, to be a part of to just be able to cooperate in life like it's an amazing blessing it's a blessing that that we like to to downplay so much like we're like oh i can't wait till heaven i can't wait till the next life i can't wait till the next thing but look at right now look at the beauty of life right now if you have anybody who loves you if you have loved ones if you don't have loved ones you have the amazing beauty of creation before you in front of your eyes and we look at it like it's just a normal everyday thing but it's not so the ultimate responsibility also what these people said not just sons of god but when they they came into when when after uh they the the term good news they said i come bringing good news well the term they also used in greek which i also learned from that the podcast with uh bishop baron was that good news was was basically the same term that they used when the romans that they when they conquered something so when the, these early preachers, these early disciples were saying they've come bringing good news, they were saying that they have, had conquered something. They had a great victory that they had just experienced. So when the Romans heard this, they're like, well, you know, uh, what happened? So they were saying a, a very, very, another very, uh, one would call offensive thing because they were, they were saying they have conquered something. And so when they brought this good news, it was, it was, 
it was something that got people's attention because they're they're saying we've come to bring the news of Christ conquering death, you know, and that was greater than because at the time of 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 Jesus, the Romans uh, were over the Israelites and they they had they had dominion over them. So when these disciples say they're coming coming bringing good news of the Son of God, that was a hell of a thing to say, and in no way, shape, or form was it a you know. A weak, small thing to say. It was. It was a very, very. Uh, it was. It was a crazy claim, and I believe that with the, the with with that and with the ultimate responsibility, that we just have to look at at where we are supposed to go, what we are supposed to do, and we cannot be afraid, and we can't be like we we have to know what we're talking about, but we also have to stand up. We have to get our arguments together. We have to be. Uh, intellectually savvy we have to we, we but we cannot be afraid we have to be like you know what i know this is wrong and and if someone comes with an argument that we cannot um we cannot combat then you know what i will look into it and and i'll tell you what i think about it later and we can we can learn more about that thing that that we feel that that is wrong but we know that it's wrong because we feel it in our soul because we have the the spirit of christ to discern things for us if 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 you do and that is important and that is today's message, and I really appreciate it, and I hope that this encouraged you to per persevere and push forward, and I'm so glad that you're listening. If you enjoyed it, let me know about it. If there's something that you think that I could have said better, that I could have said better, please let me know. And if you think that somebody can get something out of this, go ahead and share it, and I appreciate you. Thank you.